0: Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Reliant, the only show dedicated to, um, this crew and these particular stories. I am your host, Duncan Idaho. I play, uh, Captain Graves, Goro, Lieutenant Tardigrade, miscellaneous other characters, probably some doggos this episode. And let's get started with introducing the rest of the crew. We've got Chorog, our security officer.
1: There isn't a gun in this world I can't build and handle.
0: D.B. Wells, a scientist out of time.
2: Hi. I'm here, and I am present.
0: You've also turned into a Ferengi there a little bit.
2: Yeah, well, in my mind, I was thinking I'm going to do something with a goofy impression, but then I kind of bailed out at the last second, and I I couldn't think of what to say.
0: You know, the thing is, you just volunteered yourself to play a Ferengi if I need one, so... Congratulations. Next up, we've got our con officer and biologist specialist, uh, Karajun Rani.
3: Okay, so if you guys are looking for Deep Space Nine and Next Generation, you better bail out now. We're basically lower decks and maybe on our best days, the original series.
0: Yeah. We've got our chief medical officer and first officer, Eli O'Connor. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's me.
3: Remember, though, if you play any more of the song than that, we have to pay
0: for it. <laughs> I mean, just for an episode, you get Jackie, you get you get Jackie Sil- or Johnny Silverhand stuck in your head, and then you just start playing miscellaneous rock at, at weird intervals. Don't. I might girl. need to make that an episode.
4: I really wish you didn't mention that because I just have a whole soundboard full of Keanu right now. I was now. about to say, we
3: need to not encourage soundboard <laughs> usage.
5: <laughs>
0: Indeed. So started- uh, <laughs> okay. Soundboard. Really okay. soundboard. No, 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 oh, no, no. No, no, we'll no, say, we're, no, no, no. We need to get through the introductions first. We still got two more people.
6: Ah, <laughs> uh, we. Our chief. Chief Engineer Rick Tier. And this is why we um, try to behave. Not that we're very successful, but uh, we try technically And
0: we've got Crumpy L Nord playing our chaplain, our another security officer, and our bartender Who Oi. is in an adventure with Doggos, which we'll get to.
5: Hi, how's it going? I think I'm officially the sane one of this bunch, which uh is really scary when you think about it.: I'm right here.: you might be.
1: What's this thing you speak of?
0: You <laughs> make plan? Uh, so we cut to the icy alpine uh world that we've been on, um Planet Archer. And we are uh, looking at a small little camp of tents of doggos and a couple of sleds with supplies uh, in the morning. The light's just breaking through the uh, canopy. There are some birds singing off in the distance. And it's just a pleasant, not too chilly morning. Although, unfortunately, the ion storm is still uh, a bit in effect. But the crew's got a little bit of a respite before they get going again. Kara steps out
3: of her tent, holding a bottle of Soma, looks up at the sky. Ah, lovely weather. I think it's very apocalyptic, yes?
1: Trog is hunched over a fire, making his approximation of coffee. Morning, or morning. Want some coffee? This Daniel, stuff will stay with you all day.
2: Daniel sits up and, uh, out of the snow that has buried him overnight, and says, I'll take some... Carr- up to it. Kara just looks over. Did you just sleep in your spacesuit? What?
3: They, we have tents. I didn't bring one.
2: They gave them out to everyone when we left. I didn't leave with you. Char grabs a metal
1: tankard and begins pouring the coffee that is the consistency of old motor oil.
0: Um, here, real quick, uh, DB, I need you to give me a roll, let's just make it a target of 10. All odds are really 50-50, either a thing will happen or it won't. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So that would be three failures.
0: Uh, well, no successes in a complication, so, um, yeah. Hmm, <laughs> there's the question of do I want to reveal it now or reveal it later? I'm going to reveal it later.
2: Am I a werebear now? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, I had to get that out of the way.
6: All right. <clears throat> uh, Rick Eli
4: is been sitting been... at the
6: Rick unzips his tent and uh, sort of crawls out. Uh, he is very rug- rugged up. Um, I mean, he's had clothing, but he's sort of like, he's a very bulky sort of large individual. Morning, Brett. eat some coffee? I uh, could use a bit of warmth.
1: John so grabs another metal tankard and pours the rather thick liquid into the t- cup and hands it to Rick. Here we go. Bottoms up.
4: I'll have some too, Eli says, sitting at the fire, uh, cooking some bacon and throwing a piece of bacon into his hood for reasons.
3: Kara <laughs> looks over at him. Is this like tossing salt over your shoulder as good luck or something?
4: Um, uh, sure. Sure. And the Foxo gets a snack in the hood.
1: Okay. Trog, Trog bull, pours the good doctor some coffee. Or Trog's, Trog's approximation of coffee.
3: Meanwhile, is just breaking camp and feeding the dogs.
6: This is certainly some uh, potent stuff we got there, uh, Trog.
1: I, I figure it's cold out, and you're gonna want something that's going to stay with you all day. And trust me, this stuff will stay with you all day.
6: Oof.
1: It's not strong
6: enough. I need it stronger. <laughs> Rick is just blinking at me at a what kind of at that?
1: Drug drug pulls out a small flask of venom. I could put some venom in there. That'll make it.
4: I, no, I, mean, I need it like. stronger in caffeine sense. Like my coffee, I brew. Couple, like five shots of espresso instead of using water, I use Red Bull. Well,
1: I made this with Venom, so.
4: Yeah, exactly. It, it's, it, it needs to wake me up, not put me to sleep.
2: Daniel's just kind of sitting off to the side with his visor up, sipping at the coffee facsimile.
4: Don't worry, I'll give everyone a kidney scan later.
2: Don't
3: look at me, I'm not drinking that stuff. So, what's our next stop today?
4: That's a good question," he says, checking his pad.
0: The pad lays out that there's a small little uh, mining camp that they are on route to. Um, on the way to the major settlement that's most in need of the medical supplies.
4: And what's its name?
0: Is that, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Did we actually name that one?
4: Yes. We we had a whole bunch of names. There were in the there were. We no had a list. whole
0: bunch. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm looking at the doc. Did we not put those in the doc.
4: Could have sworn we did.
0: Okay, like, uh, All right, continue with scenes. I will be back. Just a minute here. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, we probably. I think we put them in chat. Uh, here, I got to go back to that. All right, continue scenes. Referencing.
4: Grimnir, you want some coffee?
5: He uh finishes drinking the mug of meat he's got, he says, Nah, I'm good. Doggles! Let's go play and Grimnir just full face plants into the snow and lets the dogs dog
2: pile him. Hey, do you guys mind if I duck into one of your tents and like air out the clothes I'm wearing for like a couple seconds? It's got I got kinda sweaty and uh overnight.
4: I've already packed my tent up, so.
1: Well I have a I have a snow lean to you can duck into for a little while. Should I keep you relatively warm.
3: Hopefully the next town has a general store. Also, sure. come to think of it, we hadn't actually had plans for DB. Who's he riding with?
4: Grimnir, you have a travel companion.
5: <laughs> Damn it. I was reaching to unmute my mic and I was gonna say Grimnir puts his finger on his nose. Not it. <laughs> Damn it! It seems it to make the be most sense.
3: Grimnir didn't have anyone before, I don't think. No, he, he did didn't.
5: <laughs> He's just like he, he gets up, brushes the snow off himself, settles the dogs down. He says, "All right, DB, but there's only one way this is gonna work. Come here." As he starts pulling out lengths of rope. Uh. You're not tying him to the sled.
3: God damn it! Why?
5: Because it's an order.
3: I'm with the XO on this one.
2: I don't think that's safe. He just rumbles to himself a miss when I was a civilian. I mean, I was going to say, if there just straight up isn't room for me, I could probably just kind of, like, slide along the snow behind you.
5: No, that's not the problem. The problem is I'm going faster than everybody, and I don't want you falling off. Oh, okay.
4: Faster than everyone? You said I'm the one that went full on speed.
1: Yes, yes, you did. Yes, yes, you
5: did. What, wasn't Grimner using his shouts to go faster than everybody, or am I misremembering? You're misremembering, I think. Oh, okay. Never mind, then. Or maybe oh, that I'm was gonna... something I was planning on doing.
3: Aura just looks at the group around the campfire, takes another swig of the Soma. She's look, She's got, she just says, you're all nuts. Grimner
5: just so
0: emphatically. So... <laughs> <clears throat> So on the uh, the uh, group's itinerary, um you landed in Tuckertown and you're headed to Shranville. That's the um uh, big um settlement that you're heading to and then the mining station is called Porthos Pothole.
6: <laughs> yeah, huh?
3: I guess it's finally loaded. My the ion storm must be doing something with the uh, signal. Shouldn't take that long to load an itinerary.
4: Yeah. Damn ion storm.
3: Kara <laughs> Car- looks up and shakes her fist at the lightning clouds. <laughs> That's telling it.
2: Uh, yes. yeah. Oh, that what's been going on?
4: I she, mean, she, it's. She... Go ahead. I mean, it's better we stay cautious and not, you know, end up in another universe trying to use the transporter.
3: And Kara just looks over at, you know, DB of like, have you
2: this entire time somehow not looked? Daniel just kind of rubs the back of his head and just like, well, I mean, I was looking down a lot at my scanner. I was doing, listen, I wasn't studying the weather today. I was stuttering stu- studying st- stuff on the ground.
3: Right, right. Well, Rick, I'm ready to move out when you are.
6: Yeah, I'm just bagging up my stuff now and then when that's done, uh, we're ready. And it's not long until Rick's uh, y- y- strangely yellow-colored tent is uh, packed away. Eli, Eli throws another
4: piece. Go ahead. Eli throws another piece of bacon into his hood. That's one hungry hood you got there. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yep. Charles secures his rifle over his shoulder and holsters his pistol. I'm ready to roll out when you or you are. I'm enjoying my cup of
4: coffee, if I could even call it that.
1: The nice thing about it is stay with you, you can actually chill it. Keeps you going.
4: I really card, wish card. you didn't say that.
3: Car just kind of retches and then goes over to his sled waiting for Rick. Okay, let it, uh, we can, can I escape from the coffee now?
6: And are uh, he's going to chase us. Yeah, well, I'm ready. Uh, we can get going.
4: Pretty sure if we leave this coffee to its own device, it's just gonna kill Tasha Yar.
5: Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> I was looking for a gif of Armas, and I was gonna say there is no escape from this coffee. <laughs> okay. Okay, what... what just,
3: right, I'm going to Tranville, you guys do whatever. Hi!
4: Don't forget Rick.
3: Alright.
6: Uh, Rick, Rick's already on there. <laughs>
2: All right.
0: All right, sure, right. Um, you as on? you take off, um, as everyone's taking off on their sleds, uh, give me a uh, control con roll or control fitness.
5: Oh, it's been a minute. I forget how to do rolls.
0: Actually, no, fitness or uh, con control. All right.
4: Is this for the? I thought spread? it was command because we're commanding. Uh, I'm doing, um,
0: is um this, this is that? just to is stay that? on the sled.
1: Is that for the ones do piling to the sled? Is that for everyone? It's Wait.
0: everyone. Once your sled takes off, give me these rolls.
1: Wait, so j-
3: just to so be clear, two people
0: have taken off. Yeah, just, just, just to, to, be to be clear here, what role was that? Fitness con, uh, fitness con, or control con? You're just
5: trying to stay on the sled.
6: Control con.
5: Oh, so everybody on the sled has to make the roll. Okay.
6: Car yeah, has once three successes.
5: <laughs>
0: And Rick has won success, so as Rick and Kara's sled takes off, Kara is in the zone, she's with the doggies, she is perfectly adjusted, and is just, you know, basically adapted to look like she's been doing this quite a lot longer than she has been. Rick is a little bit wobbly, but he manages not to fall off. The rest we'll get to once your sleds have actually taken off.
4: We're taking right, off right. too. Me and Chora. Okay.
0: You and Chorog, you both are you know you know doing pretty darn good, so you're able to take off without issue. DB and DB and um. His name this crimineer. <laughs> <laughs> I kept wanting to say Nord. <laughs> I kept wanting to say. Nord. I mean, that. it is a Nord, so. <laughs> I know. I know. My brain got stuck on. I was like, no, no, no. He's got a different name. You know the name. The uh, the yeah, the, gr- the 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 big bulky one and the one that looks like a robot, um they uh take off with a bit of a wobble and they kind of you know take a moment a moment to sort of adjust the uh the snaking of the sled, but eventually they're able to get the balance, right? And you guys are off. Anyone Whoa, you calm can down. All-
5: Calm down, doggies, calm down. <laughs>
0: And you're on your way through a bit of a valley, snaking through uh the uh little bit of a mountain pass with lots of you know, just picturesque scenes of just alpine snowy forest with fresh snowfall um passing you along your way. You see a little bit of wildlife here and there, a deer, or specifically more of a uh, reindeer. Um, as well as, passing on the way, uh, John's still riding the bear. He and the bear both wave as you pass by.
2: Daniel gives, uh, Daniel waves back to the bear.
0: John has spent a long time over the night instructing the bear in the ways of peoples.
5: Don't teach it capitalism!
6: (laughs) Uh, Rick tries to shout to Kara as he passes... This is probably what uh, the it was like in the old mythical days on my world.
3: She she kind of says silent for a moment, but then she just shouts back, "Tardigrades on bears? Well, strange things
0: in ice." Yeah, I hear that's a lot of worlds. And and that's it. (laughs) Me. Yes. Oh, I want you to give me a um. Oh, would be an engineering control role.
2: Do you, would any of my focuses apply?
0: Uh, do you have? Oh, let me double check.
2: I'm. Yeah, I. I they I'd might. Ask, uh, if I knew what I was rolling for, I, I I'd probably yeah.
0: Yeah, you're you're gonna see, but I need to first find your character sheet. Although, not seeing it in the drive.
2: I can just tell you my focuses. It's in the drive. Okay, yeah, just go Okay, it's antimatter, space-time, robotics, metalworking, integrating technology, and sleight of hand. None of those would apply. Okay.
0: All right, I found it. It just uh, wasn't labeled with D.B. Wells right at the start.
4: It had a generic name, yeah.
0: Yeah, no worries. Two successes. All right. Nothing amiss so far. (laughs) So (laughs) far. Hmm. But the group is able to proceed along the way, and eventually they come to a uh an icy um, river. Street, uh, river. So the ice looks fairly thick, but entirely good. Could be some cracking. Could be some weak spots. That's yeah, going to be a little tough to pass here.
3: Kara looks at it and just says, "Eh, yeah, f-
5: fuck it. Fortune
2: favors the bold." She speeds up.
5: Grimner brings his sled to a stop as he watches this. As Daniel. does Eli.
2: Daniel pulls out his scanner and tries to figure out where, uh, where the danger zones on the ice are.
0: So for Kara, um, Rick, you're just a passenger here. Yep. A Kara, give me an insight con roll. And then for DB, give insight engineer. Two successes. You're able to basically navigate through at speed um, and find the safer parts of the ice. DB, well, you kind of have a general feel for where the ice might be thickest, but it just kind of generally points to where Kara just went.
2: Daniel nods at the scanner and says, yep, that, that way. Grimnir so, uh, uh, gets off his
5: sled and says, hey, O'Connor, I got an idea. You're gonna do magic, aren't you? He grins and nods. <laughs> well, be my guest. <laughs> Grimner goes and stands by the the riverside. Cargo pants. What kind of, kind of cargo are direction you rolling? Of where uh, uh, Kara had ridden over, and uh, he goes, "Isla and he does the uh, frost breath dragon shout, just to solidify the ice.
0: Okay, I'm going I'm to make you do a roll just for funsies here. Uh, yeah. but go ahead and for magic let's go with a science uh control roll control your magics the, uh, and i'm going to spend two threats. Oh. and you still got two successes
5: and i got two successes so you're
0: all good yeah, yeah. so you're able to
2: wizard little known
0: so you're the So to a DB scanner, the ice just gets a little bit thicker. It's strange. It just sort of just happened. Maybe the scanner's out of calibration. But the
5: Frost Breath shout is able to solidify the path uh, before them. Grimner gets back on the sled, looks at O'Connor and says, All right, we're good now. I can see that. (laughs) Mush indeed.
0: The group mushes onwards. Up the hill, through the forest... Starting to near uh, Portho's pothole, but as you sort of get a crest over the ridge, you start to see a larger plain. Lots of, the sort of the forest falls away and you just have what's probably a giant meadow in the uh, springtime and summertime. And it's covered with bison.
3: Hey, uh, Rick? Giant. Probably want to hold on. What do you think I'm
2: already doing? How low profile are the sleds themselves? Not very. I mean, they're not like super super low. I think. Okay, uh, you you can probably guess where I was going with that if they were uh, particularly pro- low profile. Nope, you're not going to have to worry about that. <laughs> you have to worry about I was
3: thinking those are not tall enough bison
0: for that. Just right under. So those. the um. Oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what no, I was no, that would that would be an auto fail. You could I mean, you're like it it's like no, you just get headbutted by an <laughs> angry male bison. And now you are <laughs> severely injured. Uh so you've got the bison herd. It is, you know, just it's a lot of bison. So you could try to move around them, try to go through them, come up with some other plan how to overcome this little obstacle.
2: Man, another earth animal.
0: Our just gonna go around them because
3: that's easy and she doesn't have to slow down.
1: We need to be careful with these bison. We don't want them charging us, because all heard of bison charges, we're in a lot of trouble.
4: I mean if you it, just get them to charge it, in a different direction. That I can
1: do.
6: And we don't it's wanna right be in the middle of them, We don't wanna be in the middle of them when they uh get antsy.
1: We well, I'm can, going around the outside. If we can find the alpha male, maybe we can get him going one direction and give him the rest of her to follow. I'm also going to say, fire
4: a shot in there. Should get him running away.
3: So, what's my role for going around the bison full speed?
0: Uh, going around the bison full speed, that's just going to be a con uh, control role. Oh, it's mainly goody. just, you know, not hitting a tree. The easy path. That's going to take a little bit longer might have to do two lovely two, two complications and a success. Uh, um, you basically immediately bend the sled into a ditch and are just catapulted flying forward over the doggos.
5: <laughs> Rick, too.
6: <term. laughs> uh, Rick is upside down. There's ju-
4: There's
5: leg, just two pairs... Pair- this is just two pairs of legs sticking out of the snow. Grimner brings his sled to a stop, hops off, and goes to help her. Oh, we fall. There's, uh,
0: there's uh, like, equipment tossed around everywhere. It's going to take a little bit of um, a hot minute to try to get things back together.
5: <laughs> just imagine Grimner walks up, just grabs the legs and pulls her out. He holds her like that for a minute and says, So, how'd that work out for you? Well, the good news is I found the emergency stop.
6: You hear a muffled Rick sort of uh, struggling a few meters away.
4: From (laughs) Eli's (laughs) hood, um, a fox head pops out and looks at Chorog before retreating back into the hood.
1: Chorog looks at his coffee and says, I need to dumb this down, I'm seeing things. You've seen what? I thought I saw something pop out of your hood.
4: Nah, Nah, you're definitely, it's definitely the coffee. You made it too weak.
3: So, after Kara is unceremoniously dropped by Grimnir when he goes to presumably he goes to help Rick, Kara just starts putting all the stuff back on the sled.
1: Meanwhile, Charlie is kind of standing there scanning all the bison, looking trying to find the head bison. Maybe he could try to get that particular bison to lead the herd in another direction safely away. Hmm. That one on the far end, I think that's the alpha.
0: Okay, Chorog. I'm gonna need you to do a uh, science insight roll.
2: Daniel's just can over here. Think- Daniel's just over here thinking. Isn't like the whole alpha thing like disproven decades ago?
5: Don't question the Noskian. <laughs> it's better for your health.
1: Do I have to use you to chop down a tree again?
4: Pretty sure it's more than just decades at this point. More like hundreds of years. But yeah,
1: you. I
4: know. Huh?
0: you but yeah, Trog. Uh, you need an insight science roll.
4: Did you give him a comp because that would have been a comp?
0: <laughs> I, I, I like, yeah. I'm going to spend another couple of threat on this one because it definitely does deserve it. <laughs> so, yeah, you totally find the oldest male in the herd.
1: Trog walks up to the oldest member of the herd, is walking between the buff and the bison. They're not really paying all that much mind to him yet. Yet, Trog then takes in. An-
0: Headbutts
1: the lead bison. Choring.
0: Oh, God. Uh, Oh. Yeah. It basically feels like, you know, you you headbutt the lead bison, but it basically feels like you just headbutted a pillow hide to deck plate. And the lead bison then proceeds to headbutt back. So I'm going to need a fitness, uh, let's see, a fitness security roll. You have to determine how badly you've been injured at this point. Oh, you want to play, huh? Oh, no, you're like being like punted backwards, so you're in the air right He's now. Mid-air.
5: Fitness,
1: fitness, oh, fitness what?
0: Fitness security. Okay,
3: Rick, we need to do this quicker. I think something bad's about to happen. Get the shit back on the sled. We gotta go.
6: Uh, Rich just crawled out of the- out of his, uh, little hole, uh, with, uh, help and, uh, getting- getting the last thing straight off. He's, uh, just shaking a lot of the, uh, snow and ice off. Before getting back
0: on. So, so for churug, you've got some pretty nasty bruising, but nothing's broken yet. Um, but yeah, you've just got a bunch of pissed off bison around you right now. Like, they're kind of confused- this point and yeah the the male the male bison's just like you know pretty agitated pretty you know like you know this is, just get away you strange bipedal thing
1: Chog just looking at it like come on you hungry critter you want a piece of me come on
4: Chorog do not fist fight the bison
5: yeah. Ramir looks at Rick and Kara what do you think should I help no let, no, let him no. let him learn his lesson
2: on his own if you help him he won't learn Daniel, who waited by the sled, sees Chorog fly through the air and goes to scramble for the reins in case they need. He needs to start, uh, driving the uh, the sled away in a hurry. Nobody Gardner's help good. him.
4: That is an order.
2: <laughs> Gardner's just wishing he had
5: popcorn at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're at on the at trail. At this it's... point, Chirog grabs a big hand,
1: big hand of the snow, and just throws a big snowball to the lead Bison. Come on,
0: charge me. <laughs> The the, the snowball just goes poof against the bison. He doesn't really notice. Okay. Don't oh, make me get a rock.
1: And his boy just walks up to the and just takes his off and slaps him. Am I going
0: a point oh, you get, you get, yeah, you just get punched, you just get punted again this time. So again, give me another fitness control, uh, fitness security roll.
1: I think I'm making him mad. Is yeah. It fit- yeah, fitness, uh... St- yeah, same roles. Okay. Uh in security. Hey, Kara.
3: Yeah?
4: You're the one good with animals, right? Theoretically. Uh, bison leave the older, weaker ones behind when they start a, a, a charge, don't they?
3: Uh, it's not so much they leave them behind on purpose as they usually can't keep up. But in this case, I'd say the one he's messing with is not in any sort of, uh physical ailment based on how far he just flew.
4: Oh, yeah, no, but I'm just seeing how flawed his logic is here. It's kind of funny.
0: There's also the question of, if you're going to pick on the lead of a bovine animal, are you going for the males or the females?
3: I would like to know if I'm in a situation where I can get back on the sled and start moving again.
0: I mean, you can totally do that at this point. I mean... There's been enough popcorn moments where, you know, you've just had the opportunity to sort of collect the stud back up, use the scanner to find the things that have fallen in the snow. Uh, fallen in the snow. So you okay. can pretty oh, wait a oh, moment.
1: Yeah, by this time, Chorog has the full attention of most of the herd. They, yeah. are, they are completely unaware of everyone else at this point. I was about to say,
3: I just got three successes. Car is booking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the herd, though, it's kind of more just like the what is going on. Like they're just like, what, it, what? It's not like they're intimidated by Chorog in the least.
1: I got their attention, didn't
0: I? I mean, the still, rest of the group is still proceeding along the tree line, so there's also that question of, like, you've got their attention, but they're not moving. They're just doing what they're doing. It's just they've also got an eye on Chorok.
4: Eli sighs and starts moving the sled slowly just past the herd, so... They can Chorok that
1: stand,
5: and,
4: that it it
1: Charles makes a motion to keep going, keep going.
5: Yep. Grimnir hops on his sled, looks to make sure DB's on, and he starts, uh, egging the dogs on. <laughs> trying very hard not to laugh his ass off.
2: Da- as as they right. start to, as they, uh, as Daniel and, uh, Grimnir enter the tree line, uh, Daniel just kind of shouts back, Keep trying, it'll work this time! Don't encourage <laughs> him! Oh, God, don't yeah. encourage him. It's That's revenge for the
0: fungal forest incident.
1: By this time, Charles has picked up a rather large rock.
0: Cho- no. oh, oh, not going to hurt the bison. Now, if you try to throw the rock, it'll miss. You're not hurting the bison. No, I mean, he could hit the bison and it still wouldn't hurt him.
1: <laughs>
4: if you throw a rock at that bison, I am writing you
1: up. Charles just takes and throws the bison down the hit down middle to make a LARP. Makes a rather big noise when it hits a big tree. The bison are now looking at the trees.
0: All right, they're looking, at the tr- they're looking at the trees. What do you do?
1: This one, Charles cautiously moves away.
0: All now right, we, so I'm going to have you make one.
1: His task.
0: Okay, I'm going to have you make another roll here. So go ahead and give me an insight science roll.
2: I was about to say, this is the wisest thing he's done all day.
0: Yes, But there's oh, one more way this can go wrong.
2: I like how this didn't have to happen at all. Like, we could have just gone around the entire (laughs) time anyway.
0: Alright, three successes. You're able to uh, swiftly navigate through the uh, bison herd um, as they basically just go back to grazing. They're just aware of, like, okay, this one, this weird thing's in the area. It's not quite a wolf. It's just a weird, angly, humanoid thing. Um, They're just able to... um, you're able to just extract yourself from the herd without approaching any of the babies. (laughs) So you're completely safe.
1: Charles catches up to O'Connor and jumps on the sled. Mission accomplished.
0: It was
4: totally unnecessary.
2: I was (laughs) bored.
1: Called it. (laughs) I gotta do something to get get my laughs.
4: Just take out a pad and watch videos on it or something. You don't need to harass the I mean, wildlife.
0: The bison he fought probably had a little bit of fun, like knocking this thing around. God damn it! I hate that picture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, if I don't get knocked around every once in a while, I get to lose. I start losing my edge.
0: All right, the group is able to just you know continue proceeding along. You know, all along a. um, a little bit of an opening in the forest until things kinda of close in again, they exit the meadow and you know the um the on their scanners, the uh mining camp of Portho's pothole um is approaching. Right. So continue
3: hanging on, Rick. We should be the first ones in. Unless there's another test of the emergency stop. I'll try to make sure that doesn't happen. I
4: would like to try to catch up.
0: Okay. So, uh, for catching up, give me a, uh, you need to motivate the doggos. So command presence. All right. Your successes, you're able to speed up and you're gaining ground against, uh, uh, Kara and Rick's sled. As I d- have, I have nothing to add to this. It's not a race. So <laughs> as, as, um, DB, DB and, uh, uh, Grimnir. Yes. Do you want to try to catch up as well?
2: Ah, yeah, sure. Why not? Daniel isn't really okay. paying attention to this. He's just kind of uh, looking through the trees as we pass through. Maybe trying to keep an eye out for anything odd. Just you still need to give me. A, um, you still need to give me a roll though. Um, okay.
0: DV. So I want you to make another engineering, um, an engineering insight roll. I'm going to spend four threat, so yeah, I'm using the last of my threat.
4: Oh no. Don't do it!
2: (sighs) Ah. Okay. Honestly, if you really want this to happen, I'm fine with just auto-failing.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So what happens here is that you start getting warning messages about your suit's thrusters. (laughs) And the warning messages include things like control line cut. I mean, you're just getting all of these flashing signals in your um, helmet uh, uh, helmet HUD. And um, yeah, we've got a little technical
2: emergency going on right now. Uh, Daniel just kind of looks at the alerts and says, "Hmm, that's uh, as you say, not good. As you say, as you say, whom." Your suit's thrusters
0: activate, giving you an additional boost of speed in addition to Chorog being able to motivate the doggos. So you're able to pass Hunter at this point, but you're holding on for dear life onto the sled. It's enough weight to keep you down and your thrusters are kind of pointed back. So um... to be fair, he's (laughs) hanging on to Grimnir, not Chorog. Oh, he, yeah, he, hes holding. Oh, yeah, he's holding on to the um, the sort of the sled, the physical structure of the sled yeah, itself to get it to have but enough but weight there.
2: Yeah, it's like the the thrusters are making it less work for the dogs, so the dogs are able to run faster. They like, it's that's like giving you forward boost too a little you. bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah, your your suit though is it's having a major like something has cut through or chewed through your uh, suits control lines. Wasn't me.
1: Hmm. <laughs>
2: I mean, the trio know things,
0: but they're
3: all
2: back on the ship, so... Uh, Daniel just kind of shouts over the rushing wind, Grimnir, I think th- I let the bear get a little too friendly last night.
5: That sounds like a you problem. We lost O'Connor. Yeah, we, lo- we lost... Uh-oh. till here? We lost the
0: doctor.
3: No, he's not here. We lost
0: him. We lost the
1: doctor when we needed him the most. Uh, Disco okay. crash. He'll be back. Look at DB. Turned back. Okay. Turn okay. back. and Nick is gone. <laughs> oh, I better take the brains.
5: No, this,
0: this was a technical thing. This time, I wasn't. Yeah. So let's go ahead and let's just call this our uh, break time.
5: Oh, that works. My dog is wanting to go out anyway.
0: The group uh, begins to approach a small little mining camp. So. You've got some pretty fancy uh, um, uh, pretty fancy uh, mining towers. A small collection of temporary structures to house what they were uh, pulling out. A shuttle landing pad or two. And a small little, again, temporary structure. Uh, just still in, you know, just fairly good upkeep. Um, just kind of white colonial prefab. So the bigger question. Has
3: Daniel gone to Plaid?
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah,
3: I was so, gonna
2: say if so so you rapidly approach the town.
0: Yeah, so you've got the town. It's it's picturesque. Now the miners just going about their thing, just hunkered down, ion Storm comes through every now and then. And then they start hearing the thsh, and the sounds of dogs barking. Now the question I have is, Eli, did you have you like you're starting to get overtaken by um sled team uh uh, the the sled team that has a golden mushroom applied currently. Um, do you try to keep up, or do you bring the uh, dogs to a uh, slower pace? Chorog.
4: Yes? Do you think you can make him let go? <laughs> ODB, I can catch him. They're coming up. See if you could time something. Just make him let
2: go. I want, I want to see if this... Is... <laughs> I gotta see this. Oh, I thought we already passed everyone. No, no. Oh,
0: you're... you're... You're, okay, you're just, like, you're just, coming, uh, you're just coming by. Like, you were, like, boosting, but it's not like you're getting, like, a super boost, because otherwise you'd be dragging the dogs along. Uh, I mean, you I can try, I mean, try to time. tackle
1: him as he comes
4: by. Just, like, hold your arm out, like, like a clothesline.
0: Or you could, like, poke him with a stick.
1: Tickle his armpits. I just
0: hold my arm out
1: and then run out of my arm. Hopefully he doesn't rip my arm off.
4: Uh, if it does, I'll get you a new one, I guess. You want a robot arm? Don't threaten me with a good time. I mean, I gave Kara a robot arm. I'll give you one, too. All right, I'll try to catch him. Just a little bit of fooling around.
1: Trog <laughs> scooches more to the side of the sled to get as much leverage as he possibly can for this little miracle.
2: Uh, Let's go with control security. As we come up alongside them, Daniel looks over and says, Something... Uh, something got a little too hungry around my suit.
0: All right. Um. Yeah, you're able to uh reach out and tickle uh tickle DB's armpit. DB, we're oh, not being tickled. To? Yes. Okay, go.
4: He's got strong <laughs> fingers.
0: So, do you try to resist the tickle, or do you let the tickle take you?
2: Uh, Daniel tries to resist. He has plans to just jump off into the snow when we get to town, so uh, so Grimnir can stop anyway. All right, control command then. God damn it! Three successes. <laughs> Daniel you somehow. You... Oh, sorry. Yeah, so
0: Daniel somehow manages to resist the tickle, and you are now uh, kind of downhill, approaching the town at speed. So this is a time where people need to be pulling up.
3: I think we can definitely blame that
0: on the spacesuit.
4: So I was imagining this would happen.
3: Actually, I think we could blame a lot on the spacesuit, now that I think about it.
2: Daniel <laughs> just kind of, like, says to... Says as we approach the town, Daniel just kind of says to, to Grimnir... You're going to be very glad you didn't tie me to the sled b- right now. And see, and then Daniel jumps off and just tries to, like, land face first, just pancaking into the snow. Grimner watching. Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, that basically just happens.
3: Kara just looks over and just thinks to herself, Well, he's got to be running out of fuel right about now. I mean, it's just a suit. It can't have that much.
1: He he spins around in a circle making a DB snowman.
5: He's just like, nope, totally wish I'd tied him to the sled. That would have been fucking awesome.
2: I mean,
1: I could try to shut down the soup. I could try to hit him with the EMP
2: blast. Uh, Now that that Daniel is stationary, he will try to turn off the jets.
0: Alright. The jets are basically already sputtered out. Like The control systems are... Yeah, they're still like trying to like get the justifier but there's nothing come out of, out of them anymore fuel gauge empty i mean they weren't designed for you know
3: long burns in a gravitic environment exactly but it's they good lasted to as that long that as they comedy required
2: like this in the future i'm glad that there is now a precedent for this kind of use <laughs> for no particular yeah, you reason. Can...
0: You can do a starfield and boost your jumps with this.
2: Anyway, Kara just kind of goes by Daniel and just... Listen, you okay? Daniel uh th- gives a thumbs up while face down in the snow. Right, right, good. She keeps going and stops in the village. I guess, I guess Daniel just kind of gets up and tries to deactivate the thing that's trying to that uh, get tries to uh, the the system back to normal on the walk into town.
0: All right, as you do that, uh go ahead and give me an engineering uh reason
5: roll. Ooh, did we just hear one of the most rarest of rare duncan yawns? Uh yeah, a little bit.
3: <laughs> I was about to say you know that you know that Marcus is not, you know, like mortal. He doesn't sleep.
5: He doesn't I have don't... yawns. That's why I'm surprised. Is like, I don't think I've ever actually heard Duncan yawn before.
0: <laughs> I am watching uh, my big fluffy cat is right next to me right now. I'm getting, giving him many cuddles right now. So he's got his own little, well, it's actually a big white ottoman. And he's just cleaned it.
3: Well, I be do believe eat.
0: Daniel has tamed his suit. He has tamed his suit indeed. And you're able to identify that you've got a family of squirrels now in
2: your suit as well.
1: I can get rid of them if you want.
2: Oh, uh, Daniel, hearing beans. that, uh, as he, hearing, uh, uh, him say that as he enters town, says, Nah. Do you have any, uh, do you have any snacks, though? Uh, I don't want them getting rowdy.
1: So I shouldn't feed them my coffee.
2: Uh, I don't think that's food in general. Well, uh, it can't no. hurt, can it?
6: Uh... Do not give them energy boosters. We need to try and lure them out. Well, if we give them energy, they'll want to move out. Or do more damage.
3: Look, I'm just gonna go ahead and be on the science side here. Do not give the tiny mammals extra caffeine, they won't be able to handle it, you'll probably kill them.
4: Can we just use some sort of sonic pulse?
0: I mean Or okay. you can just open open it and kinda of shoo them out. Like, yeah, was, this, is not a, this is not a complex task that requires much problem solving. Well, um, yeah, just because they are, they are squirrels in a moving environment. They weren't
2: quite anticipating this. Yeah, I no, I'm
1: open the pack and I could take Daniel by the ankles and shake him out.
2: I, I was going to say, if you guys are so dead set on me getting rid of them, I could just open my bag and Daniel takes off the backpack that I found out he was wearing earlier this session.
0: Well, it's the the space suit. It's the it's space through uh, the back of the space suit.
3: Oh, there's not a pack. They are living in your circuits and cords and Oh, oh they're
2: tubes. just like so, so they're just like in the suit. Okay, okay. Grimner yeah, is just watching high this Kylie Okay, Daniel just kind of climbs out of the suit uh, into the snow and just kind of reaches in to kind of like just kind of rustle around, his. Just kind of shake his hand around inside the thing. Uh, Squirrels in, come out. Yeah, uh, I guess. But yeah, the yeah the
0: group is free then to proceed into the second, second of three destinations.
4: <laughs> this is going to be a three parter, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Because it's a half hour. We haven't even got. We haven't gotten to the space combat yet. I'm just figuring. Well, let's just ease into it. Let's make it a three parter.
5: Yeah, It
2: features features, features snow and dogs and hijinks. I am down for it being a (laughs) three-parter. We (laughs) kind kind of uh, ran with a bunch of shenanigans this session.
0: I started a little bit late, too. So, yeah, we're going to be cutting it at the top of the hour. So, yeah, you basically you're free to enter town. So the town itself is laid out where you've got the sort of the main residence building. But you've also kind of got a sort of a depot slash communal hangout area, i.e. a bar. Um and yeah, you just have a few miners just hanging around. Um they kinda knew you were coming, so they're not like, you know, like, ooh, what's this? It's like, oh this yeah, the Starfleet people are here. Uh, yeah. That's about concerned. to say Kara just
3: as she comes to a stop just leans her head back and just yells, Hey, we got
5: your medicine here. I was gonna say, weren't we here to deliver supplies or something? I've already forgotten.
0: Yeah, okay. you're there there's a um uh there's a uh uh, vaccine pandemic. Or something. Yeah, there's a pandemic going around the planet. It's a bit of slow spreading, just with low population density. So you're helping the locals to um, to distribute the vaccine to local communities um, that are now cut off thanks to the transporter. That's right. Uh, Transport is not working due to the ion storm.
1: While well, you guys distribute the distribute the supplies, I am going to go secure
2: us lodging for the night. For the, we just woke up, like, a couple hours ago. It's still morning. Yeah, it's still morning. chorug is concussed and is confused right now.
3: <laughs> How hard did you hit him with your helmet when you suddenly took off like that? Well, I'm just thinking of what he but the bison. Oh, twice. Just, that's true. I forgot because he was on Grimnir's sled, so oh, it was, oh, it's the bison's fault.
0: Yeah, there is the bar, though, so Chorag... Uh, Chorog can head over to the uh, bar and uh, secure them some you know, some local meals. Kara also shouts after Chorog, If things seem dark, don't go to
3: sleep. You might be suffering traumatic brain injuries.
1: Chorog shakes his head a little bit and says, You have to talk louder. I can't hear you over the bells.
3: <laughs> Doc, I think you better go check him.
4: I, I probably should. I also have to administer the vaccines here, too.
3: Hold right on i'm gonna go uh, find so a general i'm gonna go find a general store so that like d b can have a
0: tent so that we I don't think, have any more squirrels.
4: I think like only five people live here. I don't think they need a general store
0: like it's am- like it's a a small mining i quote camp um but I'd say the population's more along the lines of like twenty to thirty
3: If they don't have a general store, they'll have a replicator they will have something they gotta need shit every once in a while. And she stomps off.
5: Uh, Grimner just leans against a wall and watches everything unfold, highly amused.
0: So an elderly, um, a elderly Andorian woman approaches, um, Eli and says, Yes, you know, Starfleet. that's correct. That is right. Right, well, we've, yeah, I've got my people, you know, just kind of sitting waiting. So if you need us all for yeah, that vaccine, just... Let us know if you need a moment to rest. You know, feel free.
4: I'm uh, more than awake. Just gather him now. I just got to check on him real quick. He says, gesturing to Chorug. All the right, fox well, in Foreman. his foot also pops out and looks over his shoulder at the Andorian woman.
0: <laughs> the the woman just smiles at the side of the fox and says, Very well, Well, just form an orderly queue in the residence hall. Just, um, yeah, head there and we'll get the show on the road just imagining the scene now where there's all these people lined up and Eli has a hypo
3: spray, and it's just like, guy comes up, next, next,
0: next. Uh, um, That's pretty much what it's going to be. uh, You can also do a little scan each time. Just say like, oh, I'm just going to give you a little scan make sure the vaccine is properly, you know, circulating and, oh, did you happen to know you've got a little bit of a wonky liver there? Let me give you another hypo. Next.
6: (laughs) Oh, uh, DB, do you need any uh, assistance with your um, pack once the uh, squirrel's gone into it? They seem to, might have been doing some damage, it seems. Uh, wait, where are you
2: and where am I right now? Just so I know what the heck, what's going on with the...
6: Location. So,
0: yeah, so basically, you guys are you know, free to amble about. You both are probably just out in the middle of the camp so between the prefab buildings and the mining equipment and the uh storage um storage sheds so you're just not particularly anywhere at this point cuz you haven't said I've gone to the bar or I haven't gone I've gone to the residence hall
4: mm-hmm.
2: Alright, well all right. uh daniel just kind of uh daniel just kind of says uh, yeah I should probably fix, uh see if I need to fix something uh i I was I was just gonna follow I was, I was just gonna follow uh Kara to see to wherever tent. <laughs>
6: Daniel just kind of trails off. <laughs> yeah, well uh there is that we do need somewhere to uh set up to work on it. We can't really do it out in the open here. Um so we might as well go Looking around see if find someone to that or um find a space anyway to to set up and start working and I've got my uh engineering kit, so hopefully that should be enough
2: yeah i mean it's not like a an emerg, like a big hurry to fix the to get this thing space worthy like like i mean like i'm out of i'm out of fuel. I don't exactly need to make sure that it's a perfect airtight seal right now. I'm just kind of seeing if, I don't know, want to make sure it doesn't, like, explode or fall apart or anything. What he's saying
3: is he'd like to get the check engine light to turn off. It's annoying.
6: <laughs> I do not understand. Check engine light. There is no engine in there. First off, that was out of character. Second.
0: Come <laughs> 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 on. Oh all right so that yeah you two are able to you have you're, uh you two and kara head over to the um uh, the general store where Charog is already at the building itself it's been sectioned off so about 20 uh, percent is uh, allocated to supplies and replicators where the remaining 80 percent is the sort of the main cafeteria slash bar. So, if you need to work on something, you probably want to just take a table or do it over at the bar, asking the bartender first if you choose the latter. And, uh, yeah, Kara, you're able to basically place a little bit of a requisition order if you'd like for one tent to be replicated. Kara shrugs. My work here is done.
3: She throws up a hand dramatically and walks back to her sled to check on her dogs.
2: Daniel just kind of, like, looks... Uh, looks back at her as she walks away and then turns to the bartender and asks, Hey, can I use a table as a workbench? A bearded human turns over and uh, says, yeah, what kind of work? Uh, Daniel just kind of gestures to himself in the suit.
6: Some squirrels Uh, got into uh, those suits wiring, so we just need to double check it.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, that that makes more sense. Um, yeah, feel free to use whatever table you like. It's pretty quiet right now. Everyone's going to get their shots, so yeah. If I have to duck out, uh, I'll just be a minute.
2: Thank you. And Daniel climbs out of his suit and plops it on a table. Is Daniel wearing anything? That's a question. <laughs> uh, Daniel does not go into space commando. Uh. Okay.
0: <laughs> You've got the classic, you know, t-shirt, shorts or pants.
2: Yeah, just yeah. Casual clothes, yeah. not even wearing the Star Trek jumpsuit thing, just yeah. Yeah. So you're
0: able to get to work and yeah, it's going to be an easy set of fixes cuz it's not, you know, it's it's going to be relatively quaint technology for uh Rick to work on. Um as for Eli, um once you're all set, uh, you can proceed over to the residence hall to start delivering some shots.
4: I want to deliver the sh- the shots in the bar, so I could take some shots while delivering some shots. Shots are everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you sort of redistribute. You just redistribute the line. Yeah, you know, people are pretty good for this. So soon, the bar is just bustling. Um, as people are, you know, there was a line, but it's now just sort of given way. To just a lot of people just hanging around. Uh a few people, you know, cast some glances over at um Rick Chorog and uh Kara. Um so because they are alien species they haven't seen around too much. You know, being this being a mostly human endorian colony at the very edge of known Federation space, it's yeah, kind of a little bit of a backwater. I mean, Kara's pretty used to
3: getting stared at after the Academy. She doesn't give a shit.
6: Uh, Rick's too sort of just focusing on the task at hand. And, uh, I mean, are not a lot of them. He is the first one in Starfleet, so there aren't very many around, so he's also a bit used to being stared at as
2: well. Daniel does not notice. He's too busy messing with his suit. Well, Daniel is human, so he's going to blend in. Never mind. Daniel doesn't notice (laughs) because he's not being stared at.
1: Chorog is sitting on a bucket, facing the back wall, waving at a bartender that's not there.
0: Yeah, and people are broadly keeping their distance of the rather imposing form of Chorog. They they, they glance over, but no one's coming over with a swagger and uh, more alcohol than sense at the at the present moment.
1: Keep in mind, Chorog is heavily concussed at this point. I'll oh,
4: yeah, wave a light over
0: you in hey, a bit.
1: Hey. Oh, this bartender's blind. You don't even see me.
4: There is no bartender, Chorog.
1: There's a big guy over there pointing to the wall.
4: You're looking at a mirror, Chorog. <laughs> <laughs> Eli says this not even looking over. He's just hearing big guy and he glances at a wall and just not checking if there's a mirror. He says, you're looking at a mirror.
0: There does Maybe happen to be a mirror there.
5: Wait well, at him, he waves at me. I want a drink, damn it. The actual bartender's probably like I think he said enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, although the uh, the bartender kind of helping to uh, at this point sort of organize people and you know just also engage with small talk with the locals as Eli starts delivering some shots, so Eli give me medical uh control and focuses absolutely apply
4: oh boy, medical can okay yeah that's 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 pretty good.
3: I about to say, I want to see complications. I want to see him put in the thing backwards or something.
0: I mean, I have not... Yeah, I've spent all my threat.
2: Doesn't mean it can't happen. You to, you, uh, if you want your threat yeah, back, you I'll give it to you since I opted in to auto-fail that one roll. Nah,
3: it <laughs> wouldn't make a difference on this anyway.
0: Nope. Eli is able to, you know, he starts performing a little... He basically sets up a small little medical clinic. You know, he's able to, you know, take some, his, take some shots back, you know... Yeah, we engage with a little bit of light small talk as people start filing through, but yeah, it's just a usual mix of humans, Dorians, there's some Rigelian or two, yeah, Talarite. But yeah, just a little bit of a mix of Federation species.
5: During all this, Grimner is outside, minding the dogs, keeping them entertained, making sure nobody messes with the sleds. Kara's
3: taking the opportunity to have some nice
5: cold soda since, well,
3: on the road again here in a bit. Actually, on the road is quite, quite incorrect because that would imply that there's a road.
0: <laughs> uh Eli, do you still have your hood up? Hood down, you mean? Or yeah, the hood is in the it is in the fox obscuring position. Yes. Okay, Foxo is safe. Although you know the, the miners are get a kick out of him. He's not in he's not in danger.
1: Trong suddenly stands up the bison's back, headbutts the wall, and passes
6: out. <laughs>
0: Jorog is out. Kara looks over
3: at Eli and over at Jorog and back to Eli and just says, Yeah, this is why triage is a thing.
0: Does anyone perform any kind of medical check on (laughs) Jorog?
3: He'll get it after I'm done with the
0: shots.
3: (laughs) Kara just kind of turns back to her soda. It's just triage. I swear to God.
2: (laughs) Dana right. looks a big up and boy. goes back to performing surgery. Uh Dana just kind of looks up for a second and goes back to performing surgery on his suit.
6: Yeah, uh Rick just sort of like looks at uh Chirog uh, for a bit, looks back around. Well uh, if the doctor's not worried about it He just sort of shrugs his shoulders and get back to it. All
4: I gotta do is wave a light over him. All right, fine. Chora, come over here if you can. If you actually can,
0: he's out cold. He's out.
4: Frog oh. just headbutted
1: a wall. He's out.
4: Sorry, I was having to. <laughs> I was having to deal with PMs. Okay, shit. All right. So yep, now you have, a, you have a. I
3: was about to say you have a guy with an c- obvious concussion who is now unconscious.
4: I mean, maybe that was threatening in the twenty-first century, but it's just fine here.
2: The wall was probably softer than that bison's skull. Oh, for sure.
0: Add a little bit of flex to it.
2: Um, Eli...
4: (laughs) Eli helps Chorog.
0: So give me another medical, uh... uh, Medical control. It's just you're administering anti-concussion stuff. You can sure there's no swelling and all the neural tissue is all good. Two successes? Yep, you're able to make sure uh, the concussion nap turns into just a regular nap
4: will be out for the next I don't know. I go back to giving the shots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As you go back to the shot. laid out on the floor. (laughs) Any last minute things people want to do at the bar before I go to our closer? Tequila. Get it to tequila.
6: I
1: realize now
3: shorlock has got the after effects of a concussion and O'Connor's
2: drinking. It's going to be fun when they get their sled back on the road. (laughs) yeah I was actually just about to say it's a good thing that Chorog's in in Eli's sled but I didn't even think about him driving drunk Well, I mean the dogs are really the ones that are driving
1: I need to get Chorog to at least wake up and crawl over to the bar and order a whiskey anything else? Chorog comes to from his concussion shakes his head a couple of times like man what the hell What hit me? you
3: yeah, hit the wall car not looking up just yells bison
1: a this is a bar bartender whiskey as he crawls oh, as he crawls his way to the bar you asked what hit you you didn't say when go on check on that bison is it okay
0: <sighs> pretty sure it's fine and with that the camera pans up further 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 into the twilight sky with, you know, Reliant cruising around the planet with a large, you know, ion storm still sort of rippling past. Blue little streaks here and there twinkling. All good. Then it cuts to a different kind of ship. A ship that is cloaked. In a small, circular, purple bridge with this kind of a pipework dais at the center. The porta looking over the scans of Reliant again and says, yes, yes. Yeah. We'll see how far they've advanced. Prepare to attack. That was my question, that, too, Kara.
6: Don't
3: the Dominion have cloaking devices?
4: No! no. And even if they... no. That oh, one of the personal big
3: things that, That's one of the big things that uh, they had right. over them in the war, was the Romulans and their cloaking
0: devices. Also, right. I'm um, thinking, so, you know, um, with the, uh, if there was any changes there. Yeah, uh, these, are, uh, these uh, are
4: the lost Dominions, so they wouldn't have Yeah, that that's, right, that's right, that's
0: right. Okay, So oh, take so a step. secondly,
4: back. even if they okay. did have it um, I am taking sword. a
0: step back Yeah, taking a step back uh, They're just hiding behind an asteroid That tracks so, that, that tracks And, and yeah, and with that Yep, yeah, with that, the episode is Done. Thank you so much for joining us tonight And we'll be back for We thought it was going to be one-parter But now it's going to be definitely three-parter Four-parter, back Four-parter. Four-parter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we could do that And
2: remember, Dominion ships don't have cloaking devices. We're a bunch of shenaniganizers, and we can stretch something out as far as we need to for more shenanigans.
3: Join us next next week for the end of the Idiot Arad. Maybe.
6: (laughs) Only you can prevent Dominion from having cloaking devices. Remember, kids.
3: Sound
2: of a torpedo firing.
1: Also, remember, kids. Don't go around headbutting bison. Chalk is a trained professional. He knows what he's doing most of the time.
2: Clever quip for ending the episode.
1: For only
4: one slip of Latinum a month, you can keep a gem hadar off cell White. <laughs>